Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Anyway, good evening, everyone. Today is July the 23rd, 2016. Um, we're going to call, of course. Um, hopefully, we can help someone shed some light on the things that you do not understand or not clear upon. Um, and I have Ashley on the line with me, and I'm going to attempt to try to help her something and do as well. And we and we can talk about any topic tonight. I mean you know, it's open. Um, as I say, but private matters <laughs> I'm not gonna promise you I'm gonna answer all of that. You know, so if you not wanna know something privately about me, depends what it is. I my answer and then I might not. So Anyway, you can join the call by uh, actually calling in, um, and you can join the talk, or you can actually type something on the chat, and I'll do my best to answer it, um, and hopefully we can move forward and have a wonderful show. Okay. Um, Ashley, are you here? Hey, I'm still here. I haven't quite checked out of the store yet, so if y'all can hear all the background noise. Sure, sure. I'll give you a minute. Um, Okay. In the meantime, I'll be talking. (laughs) Okay. I'll be back. There you go. All right. Okay. Like I said, we're going to get the topic is pretty much open. We can talk about um, most of anything. It's like... (laughs) When I'm on the one-on-one talking to somebody, you know, a lot of thoughts come to my mind. Like, wow, I didn't think of this that way or the other thing. But I'll just say getting started in um, being in the honor and changing the way of your life and your thoughts and knowing that you wish to follow the law, what it truly is. And the law that's coming to men, women, of course, um, that's the law I follow. And you must be in honor at all times. It has to be part of your life. And the only way that's going to happen, which I believe, is to ask God to help each and every day. And that's what I do. And it works fine for me. You know, you have to uh, walk this road best as you can. Um, ask God for that, that help. And you can work with God in the one-on-one with yourself. That's be good. As, you know, I do for myself. And I try to help as many as I possibly can. I'm not saying that, you know, 
everybody always um, see the clear picture. <laughs> and I would say, you know, a lot of times when you ask call a question I hear or you get on his calls and, you know, he thought and you don't understand. You know, at first I didn't understand. That is true. And didn't get it fully. Um, but as you continue to listen and pray and hopefully God open your mind, you would begin to understand and get this. You know, and it's like basically you don't need a whole lot to a whole lot of words, a whole lot of emotion, action to get across what you're trying to say or, or what are you trying to do. And if you understand, you can say little as possible, but keep to the main point, your main decision, what you, you're trying to, where you're trying to go with this, what you're trying to do. Um, and as as I said, less words as possible. Less words. And you can practice on saying certain things. Um, and, not, and also clean up your vocabulary, meaning what do these words truthfully and what they mean. Um, go to the Webster Dictionary, that's a good place, and more importantly, get to the root of the word. As of my line, you can get on that. And um, certainly, that should shed some light on coming the root of the words. And you can also go to Gus Bratton. It's a website. Um, I believe it's called Word Nerds. You can go ahead and Google that and look that up. And emphasize on doing that as well. So um, make sure you you know know what you're saying and know the root of the words. And after a while, if you get a service from the court or from anybody, you'll know how to read that. You know, a lot of times they hear they're they coming after me or it's coming after me or I don't know why they're doing this. They're all liars. And, okay, but the first point, the power of the problem is yourself as well. And, you know, you don't know that's your issue. That's your problem. So in order to know, you got to understand who is coming after you or whom. More importantly, who. I don't like to say who all the time. I like to say who. You know, it's the man or woman that is accusing you of something. If you haven't been charged with that yet, you know, they, a lot of people, you get accused of doing something, but you haven't been charged. But there's a huge difference. Um, and you need to know that. So as I said, you need to know who, that's number one, who's coming after you, and what are you being accused of, and who is your accuser. Those are some important, important first basics. And then you can begin to understand or make a plan how you want to get this matter settled and what uh in a private or in a public as well, either way. And know also 
whoever is accusing you, whomever, the burden of proof, whatever they accuse you of, is on them, not you. And and then I, like I said, also sometimes if you deal with complaints and you sign certain paperwork, you know, you are submitting to that jurisdiction or submitting to that court, all right? And so you have to deal with that accordingly. And you still are a man or woman, and you still can file a claim that has never been off the table. You always want to reserve that. But the first point, read your paperwork and know how to read. And the only way you're going to know that is continue to listen and get a clearer and clearer picture. And I want to say another thing happened, you know, and I'm going to have to begin with me. I did listen to call a whole lot, especially in the beginning. But I also was listening to other <laughs> so-called legal ease experts. They knew the law upside down. They knew what makes me be done. But I find it didn't work out for me. And I had to make a decision. Okay, I've been doing this legal ease process so long. And it somewhat seemed to be helping. It seemed like I was getting a lead way. But at the end of the day, it didn't finish the job. And the truth was, I didn't understand it all. But when I listened to call, and I came to the realization that one piece of paper I put in my kit, just one. When basically, like I, I went over this before, I believe it says something like, I require a man or woman to call for grateful bail verified claim. Um, my claim is untrue. And... I require all trespass to stop their trespass upon my property, something like that. And I actually put that paperwork in that case. And when I went at the court, I was talking. <laughs> you know, I thought I knew a lot. And I thought, you know, one time I did. And I was asking the judge, I was saying, um, are you trying to administrate my property? She said, oh, no, I'm not trying to do that. And she asked me, um, are you this person or are you this? I said, and I was lost for words. I didn't know what else to say. I didn't know what else to do. And, and oh, my goodness, I lost miserably <laughs> at that court. But then again, actually, I didn't lose because because I had found that I just actually wrote that down quickly. I made wrote three original copies because I only, that's the only case I had at the time. I put it in the case that morning, went to court, Try to defend myself best I can, and and I lost. And she said, even if you want to appeal this, and she was asking the attorney on the other side. She said, what do you think? We should put a three thousand bill. Okay, I'm telling. We're going to put a three thousand dollar bill. I mean, three thousand dollar bond in order for this case to be appealed and reheard. And so anyway, I go home. I'm lost. I'm like. Oh man, what I do! I still was listening to Paul, as I said. I also was listening to others, um, legal ease process, you know. And I'm like, what I do, what I do, and and I continued. And I remember calling the court back because I wanted to 
And somehow I got the money, and I was like, I'm going to go ahead and settle this and start to go back. And when I did call, and I talked to the clerk, and she said, wait a minute, this case is going to be reheard. Because um, we got new um, documentation, new evidence, something like that, she said. And I said, okay. Oh, I said, what do you mean you got new evidence? She said, well, we do. And it's going to be reheard on this particular day. And I said, well, I don't remember putting any more documentation in. I said, okay, well, I'll get back to you, something like that. And actually, guy who was helping me and some other of us put out a case, um, I asked him about it. He said, oh, it's all that. You don't have to go to that court. What we have to do is appeal by paper up here. And, and I'm like, no, I think I should go. I'm not sure. And, and at the end of the day, we wrote some more legalese motions, if you will, and put that at that case in that court and didn't go that particular day. And I said, okay, I'll put the paperwork in. And it didn't work out. <laughs> I wound up losing altogether. And it's because of me. It's because I did not know enough. You know, I was trying to follow a call, trying to follow this way. You know, this conclusion, you pull to the left, you pull to the right. It doesn't work that way. You're going to have to settle one or the other. You can't mix the both. And that's what I'm trying to say. And anyways, today I know because of that, Notice that I actually wrote, regardless what they said. I got a, a peer paid $3,000, all that baloney did not work. But when I did put that paperwork, that's what did work. But unfortunately, I didn't know it at the time. I know it today. And it's out of stock to me. I understand what I do. I don't, I might hear just what I did on Angela's show, I did it on stuff like that, I might, and I get on some other calls, as far as Sonia call, and Mice call, and I hear a lot of these processes, and they're very determined, very studied, study, if you will, in their beliefs about, about the League of East. Fine, but I'm not going to use it. It doesn't benefit me, and I don't care to use it nor do I try to tell others to use it. And if you don't know how, I'll put it that way. And so all I do now is Lord that's coming to man and woman. I don't do anything else, and it works very fine for me. Um, I can see a whole lot. I can understand better. My understanding is clearer. And, yes, I still have a... a lot more to learn, if you will, but it's getting clearer to me. And as it does, I'm able to cycle through a whole lot of stuff. So, in other words, if you're saying you are a plumber or you're an electrician, all you have to hear that man or woman words is, okay, well, how do you put in a fan? You're an electrician. And let, it, let them tell you how they would do it. Right away, you will tell. He don't know what he's talking about. Because if you're a true electrician, you know. You know what you hear. You know how it's actually supposed to be done the correct way. And when you hear something that, nope, 
don't know what you're talking about, okay? You will be able to do that, hopefully, but one day soon. Once you, your understanding is open and you are clear, you won't be as confused. You know, I was confused, you know, confused in the beginning, but I'm not as confused as now. <laughs> Thank God for that. Thanks to Paul, as I kept listening, and I encourage all to do so, listen, and try, you know, set some time aside. I'm not just saying you have it played, just like you might have the radio playing, listen to music, but you're doing other things in the house. You're doing other things. Um, you're not, you don't have your full attention there. So it's in other words, setting aside some time. Everybody has 24 hours in a day, and just listen. And it's like some words you might say or phrases. Write them down. You might not understand them. Okay, write it down. Go look it up. It's a part of your um, education. So, hey, you got to invest in your own self and invest in your time and your education of learning this. This is what this is all about doing it yourself and for yourself and understanding it for yourself and believing it for yourself. Because if you don't, you'll never get it. You'll always try to depend on someone else to do it for you. And that someone else might not always be there. You know, you you know, you hear it, the more you hear, you will get clearer understanding and you will understand your understand will be open and you will get it. And it'll start being a part of your life or the way you do things and understand. And it'll get clearer. It's got a lot clearer to me. And you can't fake this. That's another thing. You can try, but it won't work out for you. You can fake it and say, oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I understand. But then you get in a situation and you can't even handle it. And I hear about some of the calls. That's why I go and listen to many of the calls. You say, okay, why don't call make a demonstration? Why don't he be set up he's the judge, you know, or actually record when he's at the court? I am convinced that I experienced it. You still won't get it. You can be right there with Paul, saying how he acts, what he did. You still won't get it. And because, I, as I said, I experienced it, you know, all taught a lot of us about what, how to do an order. What do that mean? He explained it very simply. If you go to McDonald's, they make an order. Okay? And you go to a restaurant, they make an order. You make an order. And when you make your order, the waitress is fulfill your order. After she fulfill your order, they will sign, she hands you a bill. And you take that bill and go pay it. It's that simple. There's no simple other way to say it. And so when I was at the court and I was engaged uh, talking with the judge, I, you know, I asked them, is this an order? And they were right there with me. And then they would ask me, after it was all said and done, how did you do that? Were you scared? Um, I'm like, no, I was okay. <laughs> I was fine because I know what I was doing and I know why I was doing it, more importantly. And I had a lot of fun. <laughs> I was laughing when I came out there. I said, oh, I had fun. That was great. But they still didn't understand what happened, what just happened. So that's why I'm saying, you know, you might say, oh, I need to call to come. I need to be in court with him. I need to see him demonstrate. Sometimes you might get it a little bit doing that, but most of the lot of people still won't get it. And that's unfortunate. 
So you have to learn at your pace and how you get stuff. You have to study longer hours. You have to listen more. You have to write down words. You have to look up words. If that's the way your understanding is going to be open, so be it. You have to invest it. And I'll say this, a lot of us is truly, and I'll say I'll speak, number one, I. You know, and I don't lo- I no longer wish to be this way. So far, God has helped me, I'm not. Um, lazy and very small. You want it now. You want somebody to do it for you. If you don't can't do it, then you're getting angry, blowing up, and, you know, trying to accuse somebody else. They did it. What about you? What hinder you from understanding? What's stopping you from learning it? What? Yourself? Great. Well, do something about that. <laughs> I can't do it for you. Only you. By the way, I'm, I've been saying a whole lot of stuff. Got a lot of stuff I wish to say. A lot of stuff on my heart. Not to accuse anyone. I'm here hopefully to enlighten you, to bring out a lot of times of a lack of knowledge begin from us and what we are doing. See, the court is set up, that court is set up a certain way, that ladies is set up a certain way, but it doesn't have to be a part of you. It doesn't have to affect you. If you know what they're doing and it ha- if you know it has nothing to do with you as a man or woman, you have to know these things. And if you don't know it, unfortunately, you're not going to do very well. You know, and now, like I said, I hear a lot of these shows, a lot of, they talk a lot about the Nicky's. They would study this for so long. It's unfortunately, they still don't get it. And that's my opinion. You know, it's, it does sometimes, it don't matter how many hours you put in it, how much time you put in it. If you didn't get it, you didn't get it. And I'll say be careful in the knowledge you are eating. You know, and I literally mean that. What you acknowledge you are taking in, and it's not good for you, you know, it's going to harm you. It's going to hurt you. There's a lot of time, for example, if we eat a lot of sweets, a lot of ice cream, cake, and that's all we eat. It's good to the mouth. It's good, you know, but it's not good for your inside eating too much of that stuff, too much sugar, too much soy. So a lot of time we hear different shows, we hear this nigga eat process, that nigga, oh, it sounds good, oh, they doing this, they doing that, and this is what I'm going to do about it. This is what, and I'm like, how that's working out for you? So be careful of the knowledge you are eating. And I hear a lot, oh, they doing this, the Illuminati this, oh, this is happening. And I'll tell you, I heard a lot of that stuff too when I began this journey. But, but the, the problem is they can tell you a lot. They don't even know they don't. I never saw any proof of it, like what is just written. I'm not saying they're lying. I'm not saying it's not true. But... Yeah, let's say it is true. But what are you doing about it? How can you resolve it? That they don't have the answer to. And that's unfortunate. And I believe, you know, I know I'm just honest here, you know, 
um, <laughs> about Carl Nixon. Um I love him for the knowledge he's been sharing. I love him for what he stands for. I love him, you know, as a man. That is the truth. And at least, at least what he did, it worked. It's still working. It worked for me. And I, a lot of cases that I do hear about, it's working for them. And but a lot of the other processes that I hear, a lot of us winding up in jail or they, um, if they're not in jail, they're still not getting remedy from a lot of their processes. They're always in court. They're always fighting. You can hear them, oh, yeah, they did that. Oh, I'm so sad. And they're still at the, in other words, five years from then and five years from now, they're at the same, same place. They haven't moved forward. They haven't moved backwards. They're just still there. And I don't want to be stuck anywhere. I want to continue my learning process. I want to continue learning more as I go on and on. And so with that being said, I can say much more. I need to take a quick break. I need to drink some water. <laughs> and I'll get back on here. So bear with me, guys. Um, you guys can try. A couple of you guys are on the call. You can actually uh, speak if you wish at this time. I'm going to mute out for a second. What are you doing? I was muted. I wish to unmute everybody. I self-muted like I self-covered. True enough. This is a dual system. I didn't see how Mystic Riders did it. <laughs> So you have any questions or comment you would like to share? Yeah. Got this name okay. down. A friend of mine shared this with me. He, you're familiar with Christopher J, right? I am not. Yeah, was it a Christopher J video? A planned trespass? Nope, I am not. We'll write that down. Christopher J, a planned trespass. Christopher, the C-H-R-I-S-T-H-E. Christ over, yeah. Christ over, okay. Christopher hey, J. Yeah. It's on YouTube. It's called A Planned Trespass. It's a good video. But also, let this name down. John, J-O-H-N. Last name, mm-hmm. Quaid. Q- Q-U-A-D-E. John mm-hmm. Quaid, Q- Q-U-A-D-E. He's a famous actor. He was in Clint Eastwood movies. But oh, I know him. He does come him. along. He does be like an hour and a half come along seminar, and there's another one. Oh, that's powerful. It is so powerful. Okay. Very informative. Should I just write a letter? Very, very informative stuff. Mm. And a friend of mine, a friend of mine sent me the link because of stuff we've been finding and seeing, and we've been going back and researching it, and it's been around for thousands of years. It's pretty fun, pretty neat. Okay. I'll check that out. I'm just saying the common law is not new. It's a... Uh, goes back to the Bible. I love that. <laughs> I love the Bible, the words there. It helps me a lot. Anyway, let me take this quick break. I need to drink some water. Thank you. This commercial break is brought to you by 
Moodios cereal. Moodios. They make sure you ain't booty. I'm back. Hello. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk with uh. Hola. Uh, go ahead. No, say hello. You're back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to pick somebody up from the airport. So, but I still can stay on the call and talk. So. We'll go from there. Wow. You'll be on the call all the way to the airport? Yeah. I want, oh, to, hear TSA, I want to see want to hear the TSA groping and stuff. Let's do that. The who? TSA. You're gonna be, are you going to be groped by the TSA? No, I'm not going in the airport. I'm just uh, picking someone up. So um, they have they to might be come outside. Out, they, might, they might come out and grope you anyway. You know how they are. They don't wish they hadn't. Hey, even even uh, Donald Trump addressed that at the speech the other day. Oh, talking about the TSA is a is a mess. <laughs> wow. Well, they never touched me yet, so that's a good thing.
<laughs> I'm reading the chat. Maybe I said <laughs> Anyway, um, you have any questions or comments, Rodney? Okay, moving on. Keep it moving. Um, Ashley, are you here? I'm being quiet. I'm outside with the the kids and looking at the birds and playing Carl Lentz, painting the fence and all that good stuff. Hey, I'm still here. Uh, I'm uh, I'm 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 muting myself out. Mute this fucker up. (laughs) Carry on, guys. Carry on. (laughs) Oh, my. Anyways, um, Ashley, I'm sorry about that. Anyways, how are you? What's going on? Um, We were talking about... um, so I'll just say a lot of you guys, uh, Ashley was actually on Angela's show, and she's the woman who has issues with, I guess her step-parents have had custody of her children, and so she just wants full custody and be left alone. So this is sort of what this case is about. And I've been trying to help her along the way, um, and right now, I told her to, well, the point was she was um, getting her evidence, like getting a police report, getting the documentation that was in the court records, and I wanted her to get that certified. And she was getting some other information. Um, she had documents from the police who uh, actually get the documents in that case. And she's going to go to the police station, I guess, and get a police report. And so what we were trying to show and make sure there was no criminal charges or no criminal discovery or investigation. So this is what I'm trying to determine so we know which way to move forward in this matter. So that's what's going on. Um, well, um, so anyway, Gassy, go ahead. If you want to talk about a little bit of your case, you know, you have to get into all the details. Just say what you got so far at this junction, you know. You're breaking up a bit, so I don't know what's going on with that. Can well, I have headphones. Yeah, I can hear you. I'm fine. Okay, I hear you now. Okay. So, hey, go ahead and talk. I'm going to mute out a little bit. Well, I'm not going to completely mute out. Just go ahead. I'll just be listening, and I'll chime in every now and then. Okay? Okay, well, uh, basically, uh, am I starting from the beginning? Basically, you don't have to start from the beginning. beginning. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of brought them up to speed. Basically, you're trying to get your children. You can start with your your stepmom and um, have custody of it. And what you're trying to do about that? Let's start there. All right. I, through the research that I've been doing, I feel like um, I feel like the best solution would be to file the notice of rescission and then filing a claim um, that the children are my property with the courts in my own case. 
So I've been researching that. Um, Okay. I'm not. I'm not a uh, able to focus very well today, so I'm. No, are you busy? What's that? Oh, are you really busy right now, or? Oh, well, I'm cooking. Oh. <laughs> hey, multitask, multitask. There you yeah. go. <laughs> oh my. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize you were gonna have a call tonight. But I mean, I don't have a problem talking. Hey, hold up, hold up. What what time is it? Where's she at? What time is it? I don't even know what time it is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I can't get my phone out of my pocket. My hands are dirty. But what state are you in? I'm in Texas. Texas. Oh yeah. It's eight thirty at night. She's cooking crystal meth. <laughs> no one, no one cooks at eight thirty at night. Well, they do today. <laughs> it's a Saturday. We can do it that way. Mute that baby out. Yeah. Mute that baby. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I got a 15 month old right now on my arm. So it's awesome. Sorry, right, you can take, if you need to take a little break and cook, um, Ashley, that's fine. Just jump in when you can. Would that be okay? Oh, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I can stay on here if y'all don't, if the background noise is not too bad. I, I mean, I can't hear myself. It's all right. I mean, sometimes we just hear the baby crying in the background. A bunch of jibba jabba. <laughs> I just want to tell my little one she starts making noise. I'm like, cut that jibba jabba. All right, you can, Ashley? Yes. Good. You can go ahead and mute out. I'm going to talk a little bit. I'm All trying right. to do a couple of things myself, and it's not working out. But oh, well. Life goes on. All right. Um, South Central Ontario is on the call. Do you have a comment or something you'd like to share? Mike? It might be Mike or someone else. Lord have mercy. Law fan, if he's still on the call. Still going to have a baby. Yeah, law fan. Let's see, she's still. Tell him to have a baby. He's on the chat. He's probably going to hear me. He's just fine. Tell him, to, tell him to have him a little law fan whenever he can. They're fun. Babies are awesome. Yep. I hope to have one one day. A little, uh, a little Aquila Lindsay. 
<laughs> That'd be nice. All right. Give me a second. I need to move out for a minute. I'm back, guys. Once again, hopefully we don't get any more interruptions and keep this moving. Um, Rodney, you have a question or comment? Yeah. I'm I'm pulling kids in a little red wagon. It's fun. You're doing what? I'm pulling two little ones in a red wagon. Having fun. That's a comment, <laughs> yeah. That's nice. That's very nice. That's, so what's going that's, on? It's your, it's your call. Lead, lead the, lead the, lead us into some. <laughs> I'll see you all in church on Sunday. <laughs> uh, I could do my Alex Jones. Clearly, it's a false flag. <laughs> That'd be nice. I need to laugh. <laughs> um, like I said, everybody on the show, we got quite a few. Um. You can certainly chime in at any time, and if you have a comment or question, just type it in the chat. I'll try to read it and uh, perhaps answer it. Don't let those other ones get on you. Know, they've been listening a lot of times. Let Lawman speak or Ontario, whomever. Tell them to call in. Have fun. You know, they might sound... Yeah. You know, when I listen to myself, I get those douche chills listening to myself, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't like hearing myself, but hey, everybody can contribute. They might have a little piece of a puzzle, you know? Yeah, well, I hope they do. Um, 
join the conversation and um they sit at home and run their mouth all day long. They get on this call <laughs> and contribute. Sometimes I don't even hardly speak because um, I work by myself, which I love. And I just listen to music while I'm working. Then Maybe I one of them had a revelation like Mike, you know, smoking some weed and had a revelation. Let's share it with the group. <laughs> oh, my. Let me try to call Mike. Hold on, guys. Let me try to call him. There's this one guy back in the 80s, like 85. He slipped off the toilet or something, bumped his head. He was hanging a light bulb. He came up with the flux capacitor. Time travel. Oh, yeah? That's a movie reference. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, if you, if you had an idea, you bumped your head, had a thought, just share it. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, like I don't know why a lot don't join the call, or speak, and get on the call. That's nice. So, anyway, keep it moving. I have to keep it moving. I'll talk about call. That's always a good subject because uh, I hear a lot say, "Oh, call speak too fast." I don't understand him. Now. Good, you know, it just it I just say your understanding is just not open and so it's like learning a new song, music, new language, new way of life, new way of looking at things. You know, that's what you gotta be open to. And I think that will help a whole lot. And we'll see. One day you get it. That's what worked for me, at least. Yeah, anyways, I'm going to try to ring Mike. I hope he can come on. I hope he's not too busy. Hold on. Anyway, I'm ringing Mike. I hope he'll he answer. Without, just keep it moving. Anyway, getting back, you know, a lot of people say they don't understand. I mean, to me, Paul does speak in a lot of parables. 
or different phrases or different way of speaking, and you might not readily understand it at the time. Um, so what I would recommend is um, look up some of the words he say. That might shed some light. That's the first beginning. And, of course, continue by all means, continue to listen and, Hopefully, sooner than later, your understanding will be open and you'll begin to get the gist of it, you know, and, you know, incorporate it in your life. Um, that's what worked for me. I mean, at the first point of the matter, I, my heart was open to truth, and that's what your heart must be open to. It might not be um, a lot of time, we, we, what we call constructive criticism or, you know, just because you say, I'm a grown woman, I'm a grown man, I don't, I can do this, I can do that. And you got to get rid of your ego. That's number one. <laughs> um, in order to get get this knowledge within, you got to just, just like, look, I don't know anything, I know zero, and I must begin again. Because truthfully, you have to. I mean, it's good to know some things, but if you don't know what's truly going on or understanding, and it's unfortunately, I'll say I'll speak of myself, number one, was led to believe the system, that's the way things are, and that's just it, and there's no other way. Unfortunately, that is not the truth. There is always another way. And that way is the correct way, or God's way. And... And like I said, if I'm on God's side, if I'm doing God's will, if I'm um, doing, you know, what the things I need to do with my life, incorporate that in my life, I will. I'm always on the winning side, and I will always. So that's important. But you know, it's one take, one day at a time. You know, it's like it's, if you're running in a race, it's like it says, not those who was the fastest and the slowest, but those who endure it to the end. So, and the more you listen, the more you stay in this, the more you uh, study and read and look up words and try to get this, it'll come to you. You will get it. And when you do, (laughs) you're going to be very, very happy. I can guarantee you that. (laughs) But truthfully, I'm a lot happier in my thoughts lot happier just knowing that I'm on the correct side and no one, no man, no woman on this earth can win against what is the truth. You can't. There's no way around it. So no matter who is coming after you, who they are, you still will win somehow, somewhere. You know, you might not win the same time I win the same way I may win because everybody's case is, like you said, it's unique to you. And a lot of information you hear and you have to decipher through it all and know how to incorporate it in your situation that in order to get help for yourself. You know what help you. There you go. So um, anyway, um, like I said, this call is about any topic we can cover. And I, like I said, any topic, 
but it doesn't mean I will answer anything. There's no guarantees there, but I'll do my best to help. There you go. Anyway, South Central Ontario, would you like to speak or have a comment? Mm. Ashley, are you still here? Okay. Hey, I'm I'm muted out. I'm here though. I got okay. my headphones in and my phone's in my pocket, so I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> okay, if you want to chime in or have a question, do you have a question at this time? And you can ask the question maybe if you want to. I'll try to answer it. Okay. Um I mean, if, if anybody comes across knowing information about notices of rescission and can go into details about information about that, that might be helpful. If anyone had information about doing notices of rescission that I could just listen to and take in and see if I could use any of that. So you ask if anyone has a series or have put notices in, in uh, you know, in the case? Yeah, if they're knowledgeable about doing a notice of rescission, whether they've done it or they just know about it. A notice of what? Rescission to rescind. Okay, but do you or what? Did you ever look up that word? Yes. Do you understand what it means? I mean, how Webster Dictionary as to my line or what? Uh, yeah, I have it written down in my notebook. No, uh, I, I think it, read it. I think it means when somebody sends you a a, a a contact request on Skype and you don't accept it like a quill of this. She has rescinded my con. <laughs> you have to send another one. Because you can't give up. Nah, y'all keep going. I'm just messing, but yeah, it's a. Uh, me when you cut it down like that. It, it's, it's a form of rescission. Yep. So basically, you want to take your uh, signature off. Well, that's not going to happen. You already done it. But there's some things you can do to get well, uh, your remedy. It can happen though. I'm sorry. But it can happen. It can happen? Right. How? You already signed the notice? Well, you can write a notice to say that something like, you know, if that's what you wish to do, um, you didn't know what you were doing, you did this in error, you didn't have all the details. Right. Okay. But don't there some first or second steps you need to do first? Like that's what I'm saying. Like what? No, in your case, what you're doing, you are gathering the evidence, getting the police report, and making sure there's no criminal investigation or criminal charges against you. 
But so you have to know what you're looking like, at, what you're getting into. And once you do know, then you'll know how to move forward and get your remedy of getting this situation resolved, hopefully. Because all you're trying to do, from what I understand, is to get full custody of your kids and you don't need help with your stepmother at this time. Well, I don't want... I don't... I don't need custody. Like, custody... Like, they're my property. I don't need custody of my property. Like, I, I need to get rid of the order. Like... Right, but right now, that's what you signed. That's the contract you made, that she have custody, that's, and you have half. But when the right. whole is truthfully, I know the whole is truthfully yours. I know that. Yours and the father of that, those children. can be done. Um, I don't know what's in front of me. I believe it said that uh, if something was done, mistake, like if it was entered into as a mistake, or uh, I want to say ignorance of you. Well, as I said, you just did it an error that she can share. And, yeah, that's that's one way. The but, I think it had to do with that word. Which word? Um, abrogate. To declare a contract void in its inception and to put an end to it as though it never were. Mm-hmm. Not merely to terminate it and release parties from further obligations to each other, but to abrogate it from the beginning and restore parties to relative positions which they would have occupied had no contract ever been made. That's good to know. And but what you're going to write about it? What you? How are you going to write your paperwork? That's the uh, question, well, isn't it? Right. That's why I was. It's good to know the meanings of the word, but knowing the meaning and what you write to incorporate right. it in your situation is a totally different thing. Right. You know, we I know they, we know those children is not theirs. Yes, you know that. You know they're completely yours and the father. You know that. Right. But what you do about it and how you go about it is what you're trying to do. Understand that. <laughs> so, anyway, um, you get your information, make sure this, like I said, I keep saying this, um, no criminal. Charges, no criminal investigation was done in this matter. Well, it's not that there's an investigation. It's not that you have a charge. It's that you were adjudicated. And I was never properly adjudicated. Yeah, but that means it's not happening. It's not, that's not there. You know, I have to see the, you know, that particular piece of paper. So that's what I was saying. Once you got it, um, then we can oh, I can look tell you, I was, never, I was never adjudicated. I mean, I'm on deferred adjudication because there is no adjudication. I was uh-huh. never charged. So they can't have grounds by that. The only, the only thing that they have, the, how they got their foot in the door, is the contract. That's all they have. 
So right, but you sign it. So that means you right. agree That's to it. That's why I rescinded it. But you agreed to that was at that time. But they, they once again, by mistake. If it's, okay, let's do this. If it's a contract, let's say it's two, three, four people involved. Let's say four. Well, because that, that contract stands, if you go to any court, it will stand. Your signature and their signature sign it, agree to it. Now, there's a way you can get out of it. At least more than half has to agree. And it's like it's four of you guys. Let's say three of you agree with you saying that is correct. Well, that one that stands alone loses. So it has to take more to win than one. Like say, we, okay, we said at this time we're going to you know, we're going to stop at every green light. Fine. Now I don't wish to do that anymore. But the four, it's for you guys that signed and said you'll do it on the same contract. Well, three of you could say, okay, we don't wish to do this anymore. I thought it was a benefit for me. It's no longer a benefit for me. And Go ahead. Okay. Hello? Ashley? Yes, I'm sorry. I mean, I hear background noise. I was just wondering what that is. Okay. Okay, yeah, there's a half full of people. Okay. So, in other words, that signature you put, it was you, I guess, the, uh, your stepmom and the judge signed witnesses that you did these things. Now, let's say you and a judge agree that you Does it not go no by longer. who was the respondent and who was the plaintiff, and that's, that's what matters? I mean, they were pulled into the contract, but really it was I was the respondent, the father was the respondent, and they had the children as the plaintiff with the state. Well, is the, kid, is the father on that contract? Did he sign that piece of paper too? He never signed, but his attorney signed. Okay, so he has nothing to do with this situation. It's just you, your step-parents, and the judge as the witness. Well, they didn't ever sign anything. They're not, they didn't sign the contract. They're not in it like that. They're just, they were No, you signed to agree to do something. You signed to agree that. They accept. That's what the order says. And the judge signed, the witness, you agree. Now I'm saying terms. I want out. Okay, similar to I understand marriage, you right? want One out, but let's get to the gist of the problem. You know, you of course a lot of us want out, but a lot of times we don't look at what we did in order how we can get out of it. There is a way. Right. But if you wish to follow any other way, it's not going to work out for you. I'm going to tell you the best of my ability and my, you know, what I would do. You ask for my help, and this is what I'm telling you. But, of course, you don't have to take my word for it. You don't have to get – you can go look up this information. Contract I got this, this information from Carl in his audio. Right, but do you understand why he said it and what situation he was talking about? I know it was I don't know which audio you listened to. I mean, to. I didn't retain that 
Yeah, just save it. Like when you listen to something, okay, know which one it was. Um, and it's good to know at what it's mark how many minutes into that call as well. And I can go back, but sometimes it's good to listen to the whole thing in order to get the full message, what he was truly saying. See, a lot of times we listen to pieces, this piece, we didn't listen to the whole thing, why Carl said what he said or what he truly was talking about. And you try to get that one little piece, you heard him say this, oh, I'm going to do this, but why he said it and how would it benefit you? Do Have you, you know? listened to any of his stuff on doing notices of rescission yet? Of course, many times. But I don't recall, I can't at this point recall which tape it was, which show it was, because I was doing the process myself, and, I, yeah, I went and listened to some of those. I think one was 160, I wrote it down, 167, 165. One of them is 84. One of them was 84, okay. But did you listen to the whole tape or that recording in its entirety? Oh, yeah, like five or six times. Okay, and did you understand where he was going or why he said that? Yeah. I have to listen to it. Okay, so how could it benefit you and how could you incorporate it within your case? you say Ashley? Yes. You got Skype? Skype? No, I don't have Skype. You got basically Gmail or anything? Uh, yeah, I have, well, I use Yahoo. I have Gmail, but I don't use it, really. All right. Android. All right. What about here? Huh? You want What part of Texas are you in? Uh, I'm south of Dallas. I got people close by. I wonder if uh, maybe get them to assist if uh, you know keep it you know keep it local. You know what I mean, Aquila? Yeah. Yeah, I told about Larry. I actually talked to him, so she actually emailed him. So hopefully. They can deal with that. He can. No, he gets, I, I, I'm talking about more localized, like support groups, keep it local. Oh? You know what I mean? Getting on these calls is great. But, you know, if you have somebody like a partner, study partner stuff, and you could actually oh, yeah, do this. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Bounce, uh, bounce the information off of and discuss it with. Yeah. Especially right. somebody that's in, in your area. So you can talk to you face-to-face. Keep it, keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah, I've been looking for people, and I've tried to get people interested. Nobody's bit me very hard yet. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, if you could get, I, I talked to, like I said, uh, Bill, so you sent him an email, so hopefully you can get um, some, you know, get some insight, better insight on it. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Because it's like I would have to see your paperwork, uh, and then I could kind of point out some things to you, um, and maybe you could understand a little bit better. But it's hard to do that, you know. You know, when I'm not actually here with you. But you can send it to uh, email or something. Yeah. So that might work. So 
this, you know, wait till I respond to you. You probably will. If you do not, let me know. Okay? Or me tell you what I can for you. I'm sorry? I'm sorry, I didn't catch the. I didn't catch what you were saying. Oh, I said, um, hopefully Larry responds to you, and if he do not, let me know, and I'll probably give him a ring. And what else? And you know, because he might be a little busy. Um, but he might respond to you sooner than later. And meantime, I can do what I can for you to hopefully get you to understand a little bit. But you hearing Paul say this, you hearing Paul says that, you hear what Paul say this, but I don't think you getting it what he's truly mean and how it could benefit you and incorporate it within your particular situation. Okay? Well if you hear what I've heard and then you tell me that then I, I could Well you gotta hear me the shows. Yeah, oh, I told you. If you know which ones they are, you say eighty four was one. Yeah. Yeah, you to, the ones you listen to me, I'm not going to, you don't have to put them up on this show right now. You can get back to me on that and send that to me, and I will listen. Okay? Okay. Yeah. You know, because I want you to truly understand, you know, I've been listening to Carl quite some time, and it took me a while to get, you know, somewhat where he's going with this and what he's saying. And... And he pretty much says a lot of the same words, same thing. Um, he might be talking about a different situation, but if you really listen and understand where he's going with this, you'll get a better understanding. So that's what I'm saying. So I listen, and I'm like, okay, well, because I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I had someone I was helping. I'm not going to say their name. That's, you know, it's not necessary. And... It was about a fair warning letter Carl was uh, talking about. And when they told me what he said, or I read their piece of paper that they had written, I said, oh, no, no, no. I doubt Carl said it like that. If he did, if I'm wrong, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you sorry, but I doubt he wrote this like this. Were you writing this? No. I went back and listened to it. Certainly it was not exactly what Carl said. See, a lot of time I hear, oh, Carl said this, oh, Carl said this, oh, Carl said that. Then when I listen to it, it's totally different what he said or how he was saying or where he was going from what I gather. So that's why I don't take that a lot of time or listen to that or take it to like that is so, unless I hear it myself. Because a lot of us can misinterpret or, you know, what was said, or they they think they want to hear this or heard that, what have you. But a lot of times, it's not what Carl said. It's not true. And that's where a lot of these mistakes or error lie. But they might think they say, oh, I remember. And a lot of times, they listen to a lot of others, and they're trying to say, well, I listen to Paul, listen to that. Well, then they get all confused what was truly said. So once again, as I said, I go and listen for myself, and that's that way I can say, okay, yep, he said this, and this is where I believe he was going with that. And that's what I can say. But unless I do hear, I can't answer that right now. To say, you you know, saying, I'm not saying you're lying, and I'm not saying it's true what you say because I haven't heard it. In other words, 
I don't have first-hand knowledge at this time, if that makes sense. It is. All right. So I'm going to go back. So a lot of times I tell, also I want to say, you know, Carl said this, so Carl said that, he said it this way, he said, don't take that too hard, people. Hear it for yourself. Then, then you can determine that. Because there's a lot of words that <laughs> is totally. I'm sorry. I wonder, her, I wonder if I get her email. I'm sorry. What are you sorry for? A lot of things, but we won't get into that. <laughs> I just wonder if she'd be willing to share her Yahoo email. Maybe you can get in oh, contact yeah. with her. For, I, I would give her mine, but mine sounds weird. And I don't want a lot of the Well, <laughs> Hang on a minute. I mean, I, I haven't. Mean, just, I, I've been haven't, on Skype today a couple of times. I have not gotten any requests from any. Well, bullshit. Six twenty-eight p.m., which is seven thirty. Today. Yes, yeah, today. Let me look. Let me see. Aquila, it ain't coming to me. Aquila Dixon Turner still listed Brooklyn, United States. Aquila I don't have. Aquila, one in a million, August 4th, 1967. I love Jesus Christ, trust God, without God, I... Well, I haven't got any, and I'm on Skype right now. Recent contact request. Bam, there you go. Okay, let me see something. I'll do this. Hold on. I'm going to go look. Hold on. I'm going to do something. Waiting for Aquila Dixon Turner to accept contact request. It might be somebody else. At 10.08 p.m. Nope, don't have it. Look, look, look here. Are you not Wait a Aquila? Hold on, I have. Okay. Hold are you are you are you Aquila one in a million? Still still this is Brooklyn, United States. <laughs> of course, I'm one in a million. Oh, now I got it. I see it here. All right. There we go. Let me look. Let me see what that means. Waiting for Aquila. I think Aquila. that's me. Somebody told me it was. Which is. Excuse me, Hello. Ashley, just bear with me. Hello, me. <laughs> you see that little chat? Hello, me. There you go. There you go. Did you accept? <laughs> there you go. Hi. Thank you. Yeah, accept, accept the request and uh, let's get contact get contact with her see what we can do. All right. We can do that. Um Okay, Ashley, we're going to try to see how we can help you, okay, a lot better. Okay? Okay. Yeah, because when I went to speak with or because I went up there to get the documents, what was it, uh, Wednesday, I believe? Mm-hmm. Um, and CPS, they, because uh, this situation concerns my daughters. They're already eight and nine. And then I have the baby. He's 10 months. He's not involved in it. But they found out I have a baby now, and now they're trying to go for a court order for access to the baby. They want to do an investigation because one of my daughters mentioned something about him having a diaper rash and me treating it with essential oils. So 
that's another thing of paperwork that I'm having to get right now. Um, well, we are getting to that, what you could do about that. Right. Okay. And that's something we can get into. Uh, hopefully that will be helpful to you in that other matter. Okay. All right. Yep. But see, once we, you know, we, I'm going to be helping him, and Rotten say he will as well. But what I'm going to say to you, um, I hope you get it. You might not understand some things. You just request that you do, but I wouldn't try to steer you wrong. <laughs> but by all, by all means, check it out. What I say, you know, or anybody tell you, yeah. and don't yourself, right because at the end of the day, it lies with you. Right. Okay. Yep. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I'm just reading the chat. So would uh, there's no difference in I guess the you know technical. Authority, I guess you could say, between the contract of the CPS, what, what do they call it, like a family plan or safety plan or whatever they call it, between the authority of that as a contract versus a court order, they're basically the same level. I mean, they're both a contract. So you say you the contract of CPS is a different than the order that the judge signed. Is that what you ask? Well, now that I've said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike is on the call. And you'll get a lot. Of, hey, Mike, um, thanks for joining the call. I called you a couple of times. Um, hold on a second. Mike, it's Aquila. How are you? Excuse me, Angie. Mike? Are you here? Hey, I'm always here. <laughs> anyway, Mike, this is Ashley. Um, she was on Angela's call just so I can bring you up to speed. Um, then she contacted me and what happened, she her step mom has custody of her children have as well as she does. She no longer wished that be she did sign um a contract you know, for that to happen, let's just say. Now she wants to, um, there's been some time since this was going on, no more incidents happened, and I was trying to get her paperwork um, to make sure there was no criminal charges, there's no criminal investigation within this case, and she wants to get, you know, get that contract void, if you will, get it off. Um, and, you know, she'll just uh, deal with her kids alone, just her alone, not her step parents involved anymore. So that's what, what's going on here. But, um... Uh, it, sorry, what did you say your name was, Ashley? Yes. Is she on the phone now? Yes. Yes. Um, Ashley. Yes, I'm here. How are you doing, Mike? Hey, I'm, I'm good. How are you? I'm going to read it out, guys, so you guys can talk. 
Unless you got questions for me, Mike, I'll jump. I'll jump in. All right, go ahead. Um, what? How did the stepmother get the kids, and why? Um, basically, I left my children at home alone. The maintenance man came, and the police were called. CPS got involved. I was ignorant of my. I was ignorant at the time, and I entered in to um, a joint custody agreement, ultimately. I mean, it took a year, year and a half to get to that, but basically that's what happened. How old are your kids, and how long between the time they found the kids and um, (laughs) the police got there, or and then you got there? They were five and six, and the maintenance man probably came over probably right after I left, like pretty soon after I left. So how long between he found them and you got back? Oh, well, that took longer than it would have because once I found out the police were involved, I uh, was concerned that I might end up going to jail. I didn't know what to expect. So I went and picked up my mother, well, my adoptive mother, that's part of this situation now. And um, just in case I was taken into custody, she would be able to get the kids so that they didn't end up being stuck with CPS. So it took, um, I know it took at least two hours, like the whole, the whole thing. So the, was at least. the woman you called, is that the one that has the kids? Yes. So are you you and this woman get along and everything or no um not as of today no we do not at that time we were trying to work on our relationship because they adopted me when i was 17 um and they also adopted my younger brother and sister and soon after Mm -hmm. the adoption uh we just found that we didn't get along, I guess you could say. I mean, they, they didn't trust me. They, they were always looking over my shoulder. Uh, I was used to being in the position of responsibility uh, because my my biological parents weren't in the picture with me and my siblings uh, very much. So I was used to being the responsible one in the situation, and they, they kind of took that, which I shouldn't have had all that responsibility. You know, I was I was still a child. But then they trust me, and uh, it just it it drew a wedge between us. And as soon as I graduated, I left the home. I moved out on my own, and I didn't contact contact them until about uh, I guess it was about three years later, whenever I was pregnant, or actually I was about to give birth to my oldest. So then we were trying to work on a relationship, and when this situation happened, my oldest was six. So we had been, you know, getting along pretty well, but uh, she took the opportunity to get a little control for herself. She was never able to have children of her own, and being around my daughters as much as she she was, go ahead. What happened today? What happened today? Uh, Nothing particular happened today. 
didn't you say that you guys kind of got along a little bit until today? Oh, I meant like, I didn't mean like specifically today. We haven't been getting along for, uh, I'd say pretty much since since this uh, court order has been in effect. Because they were leading me to believe that we were just going to get CPS out of the picture and uh, we can handle this ourselves. And then when the order goes through, it's more like, oh, well, you know, we don't see a need to ever get rid of the court order. You know, uh, so, maybe they'll come back and live at home, but there's no, there's, we don't see a reason we need to, to get rid of it. Is, is CPS involved still or no? No, they were dismissed from the order. So how long was it between when the maintenance guy was found them and you got back? It was at least two hours, at least. But when I got back, the police had already showed up. They had already taken them to the CPS office, and they were at the CPS office. Were you charged with anything? Uh, Yeah, the state charged with uh, abandonment slash endangerment of a child with intent to return. And I was given three years uh, probation with deferred adjudication. And then going back and looking at the Texas Code, I found out recently that it didn't even technically... uh, qualify as neglect because of the intent to return. But I don't think that can help me in any way today. So what were you what were you doing where you had that you had to leave the kids? At the time I was I had been cleaning houses. Uh, I was in between jobs. I was looking for work. I was cleaning houses. There was a lady whose house I cleaned that she needed help setting up a desktop computer she had gotten. Um, so I was supposed to go that morning just to help her set up the computer. A friend of mine was going to watch my daughters. At the last minute, she wasn't able to make it, and I made the choice just to to let them stay there and eat their breakfast and watch the movie, and I told them I'd be right back. And it wouldn't have taken me very long, but and it was a bad choice. I mean, I'm not trying to justify anything, but that's what happened. So you got three years probation and that's it? Like not no other like you didn't go to jail, you didn't have to pay a fine, anything like that? I did I did end up getting picked up um for the charge and I was in jail for about thirty six days. Um I was able to bond out. I did have to have a fines associated with the probation, uh, court costs and fees, because I had a court-appointed attorney. Um, They wanted a, uh, like, a substance abuse evaluation, I forget what they termed it as, but I had already taken one with, with CPS, and they wanted a parenting class, which I had already done with CPS. When CPS got involved, I found, I tried to, make it quick and I tried to find out, okay, what are they going to want from me? What do I need to get accomplished? And 
I did the counseling. I did the, you know, the drug test. I did the the psyche valve. I tried to get everything completed. Actually, I did get everything completed before it was even ordered. Um, I had all those things already done. And they, they tried to make it sound all nice, like, oh, it's going to be reunification, you know. But every time, like, a point in time would come, they said, well, we need to wait till this date and just see how everything goes. And then that, that date would come, and it would be something else, you know. And then and then they would want a parenting questionnaire. And then, oh, we just need to wait a little bit more. And, you know, it's just, we just need to see how things go, see how you react, see how the girls react, and, you know, and in that during that time, my daughters were staying with my adoptive parents. So, did uh, are you still there? Yes. And my phone is making noise. <laughs> I don't know if somebody's trying to get a hold of me. I think. Um, Um, another, I don't know, it might help you understand the situation a little. My adoptive parents work for the, pre- well, they work for a children's home. Um, so they are already familiar with working with the system. They have contact, uh, tra- you know, uh, they have uh, communication with CPS on a daily basis. Um, they were already familiar with the system and the way things work. Um, so this um, this contract you signed was a a contract between you and the stepmother and it was witnessed by a lawyer and then made into a minute order? Um, or was it, it just judge ordered it? I believe it was just an order. I don't believe my adoptive parents really had any part in the legal aspects of creating the order, they're just a party to it because the girls... Well, do you have do you have a copy of the court order? Yes. You didn't sign anything outside of court before that court order was made? Uh, with CPS, I had to sign paperwork. And at that time, I was trying to study, uh, like the common law and my rights and things. And at that time, I was studying the UCC. So every time I signed a piece of paper, I put on there without prejudice by UCC. I don't know if I used the 3081 or 371. Yeah, it's, I, all, I, it's all useless crap. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't try and research that now. But at that time, that's, that's all I had like in my research. I was trying to find anything that could help from what I understood, that would help preserve my rights if there wasn't something that was disclosed up front. But now I know I don't need that at all. Yeah. But then that was something that, that they tried to use against me, you know, that I uh, 
Um, that I looked at conspiracy theories. Um, that I had vaccination waivers for my daughters. I wasn't. I had stopped giving them vaccines. Um, things like that. Nothing illegal. So in this case altogether, how many actual court orders are there? Um, that's a good question. I know, well, actually, that's a petition. Like, is there probably around five, or is there more than ten? I don't think more than ten. How long has um, this been going on? This began in 2013. In July of 2013, and this current order that it's under has been in effect since uh, June of 2014. So, in the span of a year, is when all the documentation was done. So as far as the court order, this has nothing to do with rescission because it's not based on an agreement. Well, I agreed to the joint custody because, well, they had told me up until a few days before um, court that it was reunification. And then all of a sudden they pulled that off the table and said, no, we just want to do joint custody. And I I told them, "I I have no interest in doing joint custody. If I need to stick around with CPS for another six months, then so be it. I don't want any other people involved. Um, and they they tried to tell me, you know, that I didn't have any other option. I was like, well, we could go to trial. And they were telling me, you know, if I went to trial, I would lose. I would lose. And I, I argued that that, that couldn't be, <laughs> like there was nothing. So the joint it, custody was between you and who? Uh, between myself and my adoptive parents. Their father has uh, possessory custody, and myself and my adoptive parents are joint managing conservators, but they have the, uh, the exclusive right to to decide resident, residency. So the agreement that you made is not the same as the court order? No, there were there were modifications that were done to it. Um, not anything huge. Um, and then the one that they have on file, at least the one that I've gotten copies of, is, is the original. It's not even the the right order. See the, what, what I'm what I'm getting at okay. is if a judge if a judge just made an order, that's got nothing to do with a rescission. If you if you entered into a, an agreement behind closed doors with somebody, signed paper, and then that was made into a court order, or if the court order was based on that agreement, that's different. You can rescind the agreement. So it, it makes a difference how it works, like how everything okay. happens. There is a difference. Okay. Because um. you can't rescind somebody's order. It's impossible. Rescind means to take your signature back off something, remove your consent, something that you did yourself, you're taking back. So you can't rescind the judge's order. 
you can rescind your you can rescind your signature on the agreement that the court order was made from if that's how it happened okay yeah because it it wasn't as far as i know i'm looking right now it wasn't did, ordered did did CPS, it was, did cps or the adoptive parents file a motion I don't believe they entered anything. Neither CPS or the step parents, the adoptive parents. Uh, CPS they filed things, but my adoptive parents they didn't file any motions. Did CPS file any motions, or what? Did did CPS file motions? Yes, they did, and that's what I'm trying to find right now. more than likely how it happened is CPS filed a motion saying we want this order, we want this order, we want this order. Right. And then the judge stomped all over you and said, okay, order granted, order granted, order granted. Right. And that's my understanding, but I'm pulling it up. Uh, would that information be in the original petition? Well, the last order would would probably be based on the last motion, would be my guess. You're gonna have to get wow. somebody to figure out. You're gonna have to get somebody to read your paperwork and figure out what's going on. But if CPS filed a motion said we want an order that this adoptive parents get the kids then you had an opportunity to answer. Okay, and I believe that's the case. I'm looking at the original, I, I took pictures, I went to the courthouse and took pictures of all the, uh, of all of my file, well not all of it. I only got through about half of it. So I might not even... But the last order was probably based on the last motion that was filed. And you probably... Well, I don't know if you probably did or not, but you probably should have answered it. So the last two documents before the order should be their motion and your answer to the motion. Okay. I'll have to check that out Monday. I have 87 documents in my file, and I got to number 34, 35. So I'm going to go back Monday and get the rest of the the documents, and I'll, I'll have to look into that. Hmm. But I had the option to go to trial. They just talked me out of it. How did they do that? By everyone saying uh, that I would lose lose my children, that I would lose at trial. The nobody children. put that nobody put that on paper. I'm guessing. Probably not. 
You didn't record any of these conversations? No. Yeah, just threats, extortion, coercion, and stuff like that that really would have worked in your favor. Yeah. I had no clue of any of that at the time. Did anybody in court at any time say if you don't cooperate, you're going to lose your kids? I don't believe so. Well, then, well, I guess I should wait till I figure it out. But generally speaking, if a rescission is done in something like this successfully, would I have to file other paperwork to take care of each thing in the order? Like, say, um, the child support? Hey, Mike. It's, it may be a little off topic or side topic. Could you tell your story about when those two agents came to your place and you wrote the proper authority about their conduct? Maybe it inspire her too when people come to you and try to force you to contract. About who came to my door? The story you told about two uh, was it CPS agents or uh, who was it? Oh, about uh, recording? No, you told a story about it. You wrote to some kind of like head of state or whatever, and they said that they were not acting as agents at the time. Oh, um, yeah, this was way, way before I heard of Carl, but uh, um, Yeah, I I went for an interview with uh, CPS. There was two women there, and I recorded the whole conversation. But uh, they were trying, they were asking me a whole bunch of questions and trying to get me to talk about stuff that was going to come up in the family court trial that was coming up really soon. And uh, they were threatening me and extorting me and all kinds of stuff. And then they, they got my daughter's school involved, the principal and everything. And then so I wrote a letter to the man acting as attorney general. I wrote just, uh, Dear John. And uh, I think I wrote a bunch of ridiculous crap in it. Um, but I basically said that uh, I was a common law man and uh, they had no right or authority. And I wrote something like, uh, where did you find such a lawless bunch of pirates and why would you hire them? Something like that. And uh, I think I pointed out that he's, uh, I didn't use these words, but that he was liable to, uh, he had a duty and obligation to train, monitor, and discipline his subordinates. And then I got a letter back from a lawyer and it basically said that uh, the attorney general does not wish to get involved in disputes between private parties. We basically said 
he's not protecting his agents, their private parties. And I'm presuming it was because they acted outside their statutory boundaries that the statute will not protect them. Or they just didn't want to get involved. I don't know. Yeah, I think anybody, just about anybody that would be helping you with your case would need at least the last two or three court orders. And probably, okay. I don't know, at least, at the very least, I would say the last three orders. Okay. But depending on what the orders are, they probably will need more documents after that. But. Are you on Skype? No, I'm not. Did I make one? I, I guess I'll use that pretty often on talking. Um, well, I'm not on Skype anymore, but I, uh, before my account got hacked, I started a whole bunch of Skype groups. I haven't been in them in a while. I don't know if they're out of control or not, but uh, Skype is a good place to find other people that are in it that are either in your area or going through a similar situation. And you can ask questions 24 hours a day. You can post documents. You can do all kinds of stuff. And it's all free. Okay. You can people, talk to people anywhere on the, in the world on Skype for free. I've joined quite a few uh, Facebook groups. And even uh, there's one on Yahoo. Um, for common law, I think it's called like call common law or something. He's not associated associated with it, from what I understand. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not on any Yahoo or Facebook or any of that stuff. Awesome. The guy we talked to, uh, what was it three weeks ago? Indiana. I don't think he wanted to hear. Or he, he's real calm now. I haven't heard anything from him. Who's that? Uh, you know that guy. Either he's calm and happy, or. Uh, he didn't like what you and everybody had to say. He probably wanted to hear, yeah, lean them up, dude. Go get them. Go destroy them in court. Take their house, you know. And he was in Indiana, and he wanted to, you know, they took his baby, and somebody cut a tree down and reported him, you know. And he was angry, and the mom was a druggie, you know. What call was that on? It was yours. Was I on it? Yeah, you were there. <laughs> you you probably slept and had, had a whole bush to smoke by now. But <laughs> Vital was there. We were telling the dude, quit quit going, quit, quit following liens in court, dude. Oh, well, not the judges. Guy. Yeah, that guy. Oh. He, he he's not. Haven't seen or heard of him on any chat or his mom, Julie. All right. I think they spend too much time listening to people like Charles and Colin. They, I don't know, want everybody to get torches and pitchforks and go lynch the authorities. Like, I don't, people got to oh. vote. You know what, Charles, 54, the Oregon uh, anarchist guy, the uh, one that spits in his phone? 
Charles is the I I I I I that guy. Yeah, the stutter and spitter. Uh, he's not a stutter. Yeah. 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 Mr. Uh, was it a uh, common law due process? That guy. Him and Colin, they always want to get their pitchforks and round, start up a posse and go lynching. They go fire the sheriff the, and hang the he, judge. He was talking about that last night, the habeas corpus. I'm like, dude, when you yeah. get a warrant and there's a threat, the sheriff can round up a posse and do that. That's already on the books. Yeah, but I don't, like, I don't know. It doesn't matter how nice and polite I am. When I ask this question, people freak right out. But I don't get how they think they're going to have any kind of enforcement when 10 or 20 people go to the sheriff's office and tell him he's fired and then go and tell the judge that he's going to prison for treason and all this other crap. How are they going to round these people up, elect a new, like everybody in the county is just going to say, oh, that's cool. Yeah, we'll we'll elect a new sheriff, anyone you want. Yeah, it won't be tolerated. I mean, you, you recognize a guy with a badge and a gun done properly, but you don't recognize 20 monsters coming at you. Yeah, Great. like a bunch of people with they're going to overthrow the sheriff's office, take over, and the whole county's just going to be cool with that. All oh, my God. All positions of power now. All of, sudden, now, all of a sudden now, you, your your group, your little posse, is the sheriff, the chief magistrate. They're the mayor of every city now. They're the jailer. They're like, how? You're gonna? I think I heard them before talking about they're gonna come up with their own currency and I don't know a little commune. You're gonna hold hands. Yeah, and especially when people have been watching this zombie apocalypse on AMC, you know, you got twenty people coming at you. There's gonna be a, there's gonna be a problem. Yeah, like they're just gonna have you know, free drugs and fucking in the streets or something. Like, I don't. Where is this community? How, who is gonna tolerate them doing all this? And when they, they're just gonna write up a a writ of execution and hand it to their buddy, the new sheriff, or they're just gonna go booting in people's doors. Really? Man, you got to get the writ of mandamus, of mandamus. Yeah, I don't know, a corpus delecti or a spaghetti. And... Well, you speak Latin all of a sudden, what? Yeah. Yeah. But I just don't get how they think they're going to get away with this or have any enforcement or not be burned at the stake in town square. Like, I just don't understand... I get that they used to hold court under the old apple tree in the saloon, whatever, but it's not going to happen. Like these, I don't know. I think Charles is also big on the uh, common law grand juries and all this other stuff. And like, why reinvent the wheel? Why build a new system based on an old English statutory system? Like, why do that? Well, he's just, 60 years old, too, you know. And I don't get a lot of these guys. They've never really had a problem, but yet they're, somebody's after them. I mean, they they keep a, they look over their shoulder all the time, but no one's ever really bothered them, you know? But it, it almost seems like... Uh, it almost seems like a branch of... They're, he's holding on to, like, a branch of the Freeman of Montana type thing, like that old mindset where... 
they're not going to lynch him or they're not going to listen. We're going to have to lynch him. Like all this talk of treason. Come on. Uh, Last time I checked, the punishment for treason was death. So they really want to go handing out death sentences to their fellow man because they're acting a little out of line in office. I think that's a little extreme. Yeah, he's on the verge of doing a Dave Merlin. Like, I get it. Colin spent a lot of years researching statutes and everything else. That's fine. But when he comes on common law calls and tells new people that the definition of common law is every man and woman become dirty, hairy, grab their pitchforks and torches, go to court and lynch the judge if he doesn't do his job, something's wrong. You don't do that. You obviously don't have a clue about common law. You shouldn't be saying shit like that. Plus, when he talks about the villages he visited with only 30 people in them, and they all got along. Well, the reason we have counties is because, you know, back in the day, you formed hundreds and hundreds of people, and that's what gave you the counties. Uh, You know, if you go to a village of 30, you don't need all that stuff. Yeah, because you can count count to 30. (laughs) Yeah, you you can keep track. Yeah, you get more than 30. You need a county to come and take a head count every once in a while, keep tabs. Isn't that where the word county came from? Like it used to be spelled E-E instead of Y? Yeah, county and parish. Parishioners, yeah, pretty much the same thing. But I don't know, I don't... Roll call. Yeah, no, it seems to me it makes sense to take advantage of our public courthouses and hold court there instead of the apple trees. The building's already there. It's already set up. Learn how to use the building properly. The guy that was on Quilla's call uh, last week, last hour and 40, 48 minutes, is uh, scheduled to be on Angela's call Thursday. If she can manage her Skype as usual, you know, she has Skype trouble. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, he's he's more straightforward. Use the courts properly. Just go in and do it. You know, don't get the bullshit and ask a bunch of, you know, don't write a bunch of letters. Just go in and you know, say by what right do you do this? Show me your authority, and if they can't do it, you got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I just, I don't know. I think it's kind of sad that there seems to be new quote unquote gurus on talk show lately. They're all over the calls, and I don't know. They say man, woman, blah, blah, blah. And then they spend the next hour reciting code. Then they say, if you're a man, blah, blah, blah. And then they say common law. And then they go right back to all the codes. It's kind of confusing and misleading. Kind of double-minded, I would think. Tim, I wonder if uh, by Angela's personality, she seems to let the guys that go nowhere on stay the most. Remember the guy a few weeks back? Sir David something where he's on for four hours <clears throat> and she wants to get the Black's Law Dictionary and he's talking a bunch of conspiracy Illuminati stuff and Hillary Clinton's a stunt double and all this. She's been dead 20 years. and I just don't get it why they, they're allowed to carry on. I don't know where Angela finds the time. She's, I don't know, she, she's got her hand in everything, but I don't know, I, some of her theories are a little out there for me. Some of the things she gets involved in and seems to worry about uh, yeah, I like the guy the other night want to talk about UFOs and where we all came from. It's like, how does that help you in your daily life? Yeah, I don't know. I, actually, I, I 
think I heard Dean Clifford say it, and he pretty much nailed it. If uh, if the Earth is run by reptoids from outer space, what am I going to do about it anyway? There's absolutely nothing I can do to change that. So I'll just go on with what I'm doing. Sorry about that. I cool. didn't mean to catch those wisdom. If uh, you and uh, <laughs> Ashley still want to continue, I was just <clears throat> Mike had a good story though. It was basically the key thing. If someone comes to you, don't don't just take their offer and listen to their crap. I told the lady last week if someone comes to you and threatens you and says sign here and you're going to lose everything, just say uh, you know I appreciate your information. Give me three days to consider. I'm going to look into it. And I'll get back with you. Why? No, it's to play. Well, it's, to to play so. it's to play dumb. Yeah. It's to play dumb and honorable at yeah. the same time, you know. Mhm. <laughs> they put that in writing so I can take it to my lawyer and figure out what my answer will be. Oh, that's another yeah. great one. Yeah, get that in writing. Can you sign it, please? Can you get some form of identification. Yeah, put that on paper, sign it, and date it. I'll take it to competent counsel and decide how I'm going to deal with it. Otherwise, I'm starving. I gotta go get lunch. <laughs> nothing, nothing trumps a good thread <laughs> on paper. Yeah. Amen. But what are they gonna do then? Because <laughs> you've just t- you've just taken all the wind out of their sails at that point. Like they're they're trying to scare the bejesus out of you, and you're like, oh yeah, sure, no problem. Just put that on paper, sign it, give it. it I'll uh, take it to a lawyer or something. And I'll get back here right away. Oh, no, you, you can't take it to a lawyer. I'm not writing it down, but you have to listen to me. I was uh, listening to some guys today. Start video. I mean, everybody's got a cell phone. Start video recording stuff. That really makes the devils run. But I listened to a guy today talk about, you know, we have more cameras today. Everybody's got, like, a better video camera, more clarity, but yet there's no Bigfoot sightings and no more UFO sightings. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> this whole... This whole flat Earth society. I was wondering why nobody's got a nobody's got a photograph or a video of the edge of the Earth where the ocean's just falling into nothing. Well, you know, I've been looking into that. I'm kind of a believer a little bit of the flat Earth, but you know, NASA really has no pictures of the uh, the Earth as a ball either. Yeah, I don't know. I think by now somebody would have heard stories about their buddy going sailing and falling off the earth and never coming back. So no. Why does that, why does the, that flat earth is a, uh, the flat earth is not a uh, really a edge. It's more like a protective barrier on the, on the edge like the uh, Antarctica or whatever. <laughs> Say what? Like a protective dome, as you most would have seen in the movie The, the Truman Show. Yeah. So, like, the Titanic maybe bumped into the dome? (laughs) Oh, who knows? I believe that was a... Kind of like a fish, a a goldfish smacking its head off the fishbowl? That might have been the biggest... That might have been the first biggest insurance scam you've ever seen out there. I think the the theory on that is that, kind of like the symbol, we've seen the patch for the U.N., how Antarctica is not, it, it's like a, a complete wall all the way around. So 
So no matter what, anywhere you are in the world, you go south, you always go to Antarctica, or it's kind of like that. But if you pull that to court, if you pull that to court, you notice everything is ice, you know? It's just a, just my little conspiracy, but you get just this, just ice, no test, off ice. So, you know, there, there might be something to it, but I won't go into it tonight. I can't prove it either way, you know. It's not going to help me in my Disney world. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. There you go. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Mike, for your input. I'm glad you made it here. Yeah, I appreciate that. Come on, check into that Monday. I'm still waiting yeah, for Mike. Mike or somebody to tell me about this chaga tea Sonia sent me. Still in the closet. I'm afraid to brew it and try it. Chaga tea, chaga mushroom. I'm afraid to uh, try it. I don't know if it's going to make me sit on the toilet all day or. I'm not familiar with it. What kind of tea? <laughs> Ashley, you still here? Mike? Yes, I'm still here. Yeah, I was just saying, Mike, because you have Mike's ID, right? Um, let me type it in the chat. But it's actually 133802. And he does his call, I believe, Mondays about eight. Mike, that's eight or eight thirty. Think it's eight. But anyways, um, you can get on that call as well. All right. You say one three three eight. Yes, one two three 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 eight zero two. You know the name of his show? <laughs> he always likes to thank his middle finger for sticking up for him. Common law. His show? Yep, common law. Oh, common. Right, C A L M N and L A W. Okay. All right, you got it? Yes. Great. Yep. So um, I hope uh, you get a lot of information and you know, in time, you will know what to do to help yourself and get your property restored to you. Yeah. That's the game. That's what's up. 
Um, as far as um, CPS trying to create this order for the baby, uh, I guess what I I guess to com- to compare it to something, do something similar to the lady from Guyana. Have you got any notes from them? Any threats? Anything? In writing? I'm going to say, have you got any notices in the mail or any threats? Anything? Verbally, yes. Verbally, okay. All right, but, um, and from whom? Uh, the woman, the caseworker. Right. But you have nothing in writing. She left uh, papers at the door. Cause I don't oh, she did leave some papers at the door. Well, she a paper. It's the same thing, but then they circle if it's the first time, the second time. They tried to come by and I wasn't there. You know, just basically saying they're trying to get in contact with me. Uh, I don't think I have it with me. Well, you have to have it with you, and you need to know who who's had written that piece of paper. Whose name is on it? Who signed it? And what do they say? Well, she signed it. It's got the, the the stamp of the commissioner on it. No, but she actually signed that piece of paper. Please, so I'm looking for it right now. I'm not at home, so I don't. Okay, yeah. When you get it, you know, let me know, and we can go over it if you wish. Okay. Yeah. So is there um is there a man or woman that works for CPS that you usually deal with? Like a case manager uh, or Yeah, there's a woman the the caseworker. I mean, I don't I haven't really dealt with her, but I yeah, I've had contact with her. Come to my house trying to uh, talk with me on two different occasions. And then you, when I went up there you know her first and last name and her mailing address, right? Well, I know her first and last name, and I know where she works. Okay. So here's something you might want to do. Write a letter to her, but don't write it. Just write it to Susie Johnson, care of, and then put the address. And then write, greeting Susie. Um, and just say, I require a complete copy of file number and then put whatever the CPS file number is. And she has to send you a complete copy of everything that CPS has on file. Okay. And that will, and that I believe will be free. It might be a paper form, it might be CD, it might be CD and paper. Okay, yeah, because when I went up there a few days ago and asked her for that, she acted like she was going to give me some, and then she asked me questions, and I don't answer her questions how she wants, and she's like, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to give you a copy of these records. Like, Yeah, you know why? Because I'm not in compliance. You know, because you went there flapping, you went there flapping your big lips, and you didn't sit down and write her a letter and put it in writing, make a record of it. 
Right? She can stand there and say, if you don't shut your face, I'm going to punch you until you die. There's really nothing you can do about it because it's not on paper. There's no witness. It's not on camera with video. Okay. That's the, that's the importance of, like... Well, towards the end of our conversation, because I, I, I intend to record everything that happens when I come into an interaction with anyone, and I forgot at the beginning of our conversation, but then I pushed record about halfway through. So I know I got a lot of stuff recorded. Um, I haven't taken the time to, to listen to it yet. But that might actually be on the recording. But I still do need to write a letter. You're right. I need that that documentation. Should I send it uh, registered, or does that matter? Um, send it. I would send it certified, because you'll still get the tracking number and the signature, right? Okay. Because that's a lot cheaper than registered. Okay. But by the way, when you get that, there's going to be all kinds of crap in it. Don't make the mistake of getting sidetracked and getting all pissy about every little thing, every little accusation, every little error. Don't don't get wrapped up in all that crap. Mm-hmm. But it's it's good to have it for later. And there might be a couple of interesting things there that are important, but don't let it sidetrack you. But it's one way of getting a whole bunch of interesting readings for free. You never know what surprises might be in there. So, But it's definitely no substitute for the court orders and certain documents from the case file. Okay. And I'm looking for a motion that was put in right before the final order. Is that correct? Um, okay, bef- before the final order, was, did a bunch of things happen, like right near the end? Uh, in court? Like, I, like wh- why I'm asking is, um, like it might be easier to go in or actually uh, might be better to do it in writing. Do you know the name of a man or woman that works in the office of the courthouse? Like one of the clerks? Yes. Write a letter to him and say something like, uh, greetings, Bob. Uh, Actually, probably be easy just to go in and do it, but go and talk to somebody. Hopefully, you know their name or you can get their name or whatever. Be polite, very nice and polite with them. But uh, maybe maybe just ask them if you can look at the file real quick and then go back to the last, check the last thing that was entered into the file and go backwards and find the last order and then see what documents were filed before the last order. And then you could say, okay, I need copies of everything from, say, March till June 
Well, they actually, because I went up there Wednesday, and they uh, they just gave me access to the whole file digitally. It's all digital. So she just set me up on a computer, opened up my file, and was like, here you go, and left. So I was able to scroll through each document and look at the pages, but they charge a dollar per page to print. So what I was doing was just taking a picture with my phone. Um, and I got all the way through the 34th, 35th uh, file in my file. But I from the beginning, so I need to get those last ones. So I don't think they'll give me, they're not going to give me problems with access. Was that the purpose of knowing their name? Make sure that if they didn't give me access, I could hold them accountable? Well, it's partly that, but uh, you look really stupid when you go in there and say, oh, I talked to somebody and they told me this. Well, who'd you talk to? Oh, I don't know. So it's always good to know who you are speaking with. You never know what somebody might say. So you should be recording everything. Like, even if you're just going in to look at the file, you should be recording it. Okay. Yeah, I bought, I actually recently bought, like, one of the little buttons with the camera and the audio. Mike, uh, <clears throat> our special friend Jeffrey wants to know how did your hearing go? And I told him your hearing test went well. There ain't nothing wrong with my hearing. So if you had a hearing trial, at least share. If it, if it didn't go good, hey, can be humble. What, my hearing? According to Jeffrey, you had a hearing. Really? Well, he goes, ask Mike how did his hearing go. So when he said his, he's either talking about you or someone you referenced. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what he means. He's on the chat. Someone had a hearing Thursday. Who had a hearing Thursday? I don't know. I don't think I know. You said the Texas guy. Okay, you're not in Texas. Yeah, I don't know. He could help if he was a little more specific. Yeah, he's not a trustworthy legalese guy. He gets his cases mixed up. He always thinks everything's the same anyway. I think he's thinking about my buddy, uh, Face One 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 One. 
And if if so, uh, he he really didn't have it here, and it was dismissed. But I'll let him tell you the the story if you know when he when he wants. But uh, he's hard to reach. He's in deep thought. We were chatting this morning today, so the uh, the Ossifer charged an entity that didn't exist, you know. So uh, apparently, when he walked into court, the uh, prosecutor that was mean to be, you know, the first hearing or plea hearing was very friendly this time and uh, said the. Uh, Sign this and get out of here, you know, basically. And uh, he's gonna wait on the report to see why, you know, if they even disclose why. <clears throat> they might say the officer didn't appear or something like that, but we'll see. But uh, as far as Jeffrey goes, you know, he sits there with his bottle of Jergens, looking for a good, good case, and uh, face one, and I got this, so uh, we're we're good. <laughs> Moving along, keep it moving. Jeffrey, are you coming on the call? Or are you going to continue to type? So, Ashley, I hope you got some good information to uh, get you started in the right directions, and hopefully, hopefully you're, you're not too confused and you understand that it's open or get, get clearer. Oh, yeah, this has been helpful. I appreciate it. All right. Well, how long's your call been going? I don't want it to just cut off abruptly. <laughs> I'll start a new one, but I'll say it. Um, I actually okay. Yeah, two forty. But I think I've been on extra a little bit. I'll just have to yes. It's eleven thirteen. It started at eight twenty one PM and usually it's to go to maybe four hours, who knows? We'll see. But anyways, I can store another one. So that's another problem. What about the airport? Did you make it to the airport? Well, actually, who I was supposed to pick up, I dropped his mother off, and then I was supposed to pick him up. And he's at the VWR. I thought he would be at the Dulles, and I'm not driving out there. So I hope he will come out here. What's a VWI? <laughs> it's the... Um, I think it's the Baltimore Airport, I think. That's the, it's in Maryland, I believe. But I'm in Virginia. So there's a lot of stuff that has to happen today. But anyways, moving along. Uh, I'm not v- trying to v- turn v- up there tonight. VWI is clearly a false flag operation involving 9-11. <laughs> well, is it BWI? I'm not sure. I, I have to look it up. 
But anyway, there's the airport, I believe, either in Maryland. But as I said, I'm in Virginia, so you have to hop on the train, hop on the bus, and get closer. And then I'll, because she ran a car for him, so I have to Damn, bring that car. Damn, think of that song. You can reach me by airplane. <laughs> yeah, I don't care how you get here. Oh, yes. That song. I got a soul. This white boy got some soul. <laughs> so good. Everybody has soul. Somehow, some way. Some more than others, but hey, it is what it is. That <laughs> Jeffrey guy. He doesn't portray one, but I, I, he sound, he kind of he's got that racist kind of uh, mentality to him with his voice that deep that deep voice he's got, you know, that arrogance. <clears throat> I think he's a I think he's a Democrat. He's a true racist. He he takes from people by saying, "I'm here to help you. If you just uh, give me your money, I'll protect you." And that's how he takes advantage of people. That's a true racist right there. Probably a lawyer, hmm. the worst kind of racist. Because hmm. you know the proof's in the pudding. He won't come on and defend himself. So it's true by default. Now you got to wait three days and get a notary to stamp it. Yes, it Hi, Jeffrey. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> So what's going on? Do you have any new thing? cases? Any new Go cases ahead. to uh, brag about, to uh, make fun of? <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for the um, Virginia court's website to update. Other than that. What's going on? Well, for Carl and Frank? Yeah, Carl had his uh, Thursday case. And Explain that some more. <laughs> Wait, what? what we, don't keep track. We, don't, we don't keep track of it, so. It's a boring uh, red light case. Uh, he lost at the uh, traffic court level, and then he appealed it to circuit court. What's he running red lights now? Yeah. And... Um, He's not very honorable lately, is he? He put in a... Let me read it for you. Good to hear the bird in the background. I'll <laughs> get it. The bird you got, I used to have five cockatiels. Uh, just uh, the outside birds. Uh, he put in an, a notice, uh, not hyphen. What's the what's the one with two dots? Uh, uh, notice colonoscopy. Call, yeah, col- semicolon uh, appearance uh, brackets person bracket. I don't know what that is, so. 
doesn't brackets mean it's not on the page, right? So I guess he's not a person because person is in brackets. Well, I'm confused now. <laughs> What's so funny? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what this document is. Has he not um, called anyone? Damn it. It's very annoying. What's so funny? No, hearing Rod say that he's confused. That's funny to me. No. Well, it get, it does get so convoluted. And uh, you're trying to read it too, you know. It, it's just double confusion. Like what's, what's Carl trying to do? Trying to be a rebel out there on the roads and See how many court cases he try to win. What is this? The red light deal? Is this like the third third citation in uh three months or whatever? Hello? Uh, it's only been two this year. Two this year and one, what was it, November? That was in November. That was in, oh, yeah, because it carried over to, to this year. Yeah, Carl's out of control. Quilla's got to get, you know, get smoochy-smoochy with him, calm him down. That would be nice. Oh, my God. I'm going to out. Keep it moving, Jeffrey. But yeah, he's a hardened criminal now. I mean, he he, he doesn't stop the red lights. He, he doesn't put uh, plates on track. Menace to society. Well, I don't know the man personally. I think the group's familiar with my comments. I think Carl's out of control, dysfunctional family. But he might have good intentions. I got some good points. So I just listen for the the wisdom, not the not the character. Like when Gus started his call. Carl's call a couple weeks back. And Gus says, hey, there's a guy in Chicago. He's in jail. But he's doing good. I'm like, what? No, that's not good. That reminds me of Dean Clifford when he was saying, oh, he, he loves it in jail. You ever listen to those calls? Oh, Dean Clifford? Yeah, what, what the ones where he's bragging about how great jail is. 
No, I haven't heard him do that. I, uh, I, I uh, uh, <clears throat> start listening to the content. You know, I mean, they have some good points, but their their behavior, their presentation, their anger uh, diverts my uh, believing in them or whatever. Uh, the the stories are the fun part, man. He's writing about how he gets all the coffee he wants in jail. <laughs> Can he do that out of jail? Uh, they make you pay for it if you're outside of jail. Oh, I got, I got you. So he gets a discount in there. Well, you got to make do with what you're what you're dealing with. So, if he gets free coffee, maybe they have satellite cable TV. Who knows? I'm still waiting for Hillary Clinton to go to prison. What do you think, Jeffrey? Uh, yeah, there's different laws for different people. You know that. I'll be right back. Send someone a message. Hopefully, they'll chime in with their philosophy. I guess 15. I'm not going to do that. Mike's still on the call. He's kind of a calm tonight. I wonder if Mike wanted to chime in, have a cordial, courteous conversation with Jeffrey. I know he's a kind of agitates you, but never hurts to battle back and forth, get some uh, ideas off each other. If, if you can know how your enemy thinks. You know, you can you can pick up some stuff. Okay, I'm not that Jeffrey's an enemy, but just their mindset. You know, it's kind of like a re- reverse engineering. Not the action that always determines what you learn, but it's the reaction you get from that action. You know, it's like sonar, radar. It's 
whatever bounces back. I like to hear a good discussion as such. Yeah, get Donaldson on there. Be funny. Hello? Come in. Huh? Carry on. Keep talking. I mean, there's nothing to talk about. I mean, there's that German thing in the news. <laughs> we could talk about that. What's going on with German? Uh, a crazy guy shot people. In the municipal court, I mean, Munich? No, in Munich. What business is it of ours if somebody shoots people over there? Well, we've got to post, post it on there. Our news media here. And a, the, President Obama gave a speech about seven people in Germany. Well, they're they're one of our greatest allies. Well, well, fuck you very much. Appreciate it. Well, people thought that it was ISIS. So. Who cares? Uh, Are you worried about ISIS down there in Florida? Oh, mm. well, Orlando is, but I'm a little bit south of that. So, I mean, are you free to travel or go from plane to plane? Do you look for ISIS or you know, you have an ISIS check going? Uh, that's funny. What's going on? We're talking about ISIS and Germany, and when stuff happens overseas, why why they got to post it on our news media? Like, should we be scared? Should we? Put an Amber Alert? What's going on? I think it's serious, and it is, just like they do here. But that's my take on it. And I'm unfortunately for the lost. I'm not a historian, but if it's true, maybe Jeffrey knows something about this. Why don't we report on the uh, Palestinians getting murdered, massacred by their uh, our friendly allies over there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a there's some thought that the Israel Israelis are provoking the Palestinians for the state we call Palestine. You don't hear about that. It's always poor Israel or ISIS did this, but you don't hear about the atrocities of the uh, other party. Yeah. A lot of truth is not told on the news. No comment by Jeffrey. Jeffrey's a Jewish banker. <laughs> oh? Oh, sometimes they talk about it on the news.
the call there. Yeah, it's been a it's been a boring news day. I'm gonna get on and tell you to watch out. Hey, temperatures all across the country, except two states, reach 90 degrees plus. You know, there's nothing going on. Oh, well, keep it moving. That's what I say. So any more questions? Any more comments? I'll go down the list. Jeffrey, you have any more questions or comments you'd like to share? I'm not anti-Semite-Law fan. I like 18-wheelers. What? Semites. He said, "Oh, I'm um, chat. okay. I, I'm looking on the chat now. That I might be considered anti-Semite. I, I like those eighteen voters. How about you, Rodney? You have a question or comment? Yeah, I just wonder which if Jeff, <clears throat> Jeffrey one two five three four has been on any any other talk show calls or any any uh, gurus or whomever he's been perhaps looking at recently. I'm I'm curious. I like to uh, expose BS or whatever. No, I mean, that's quiet out there. I think Angela can't even find guests, can she? Getting bad, huh? I listened to a little bit of the call. She was talking about aliens. <laughs> well, Why don't you be a guest? Donaldson came up with some wisdom. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say his wisdom. Go ahead, Jeffrey. That was it. Why don't you be a guest, Jeff, and you'll answer the show? That Does might work boring? out. Why would it be boring? You just ask a bunch of questions. You always ask the questions here. No other shows. So, hey, go we'll ask the questions. Maybe you get some answers. Hmm. Yeah, you might. I, w- I would like to ask her about her little tax thing. That sounds fun. Well, you have to ask her. She wouldn't know about it, I guess. I'm on the outside looking in, so I don't know anything about it. Mike, you have anything? Still here? Hey, I have more, one more question before I cut out. Ashley? Yes. What was that? I'm sorry. I have one more question before I, uh, before I uh, 
You sound kind of far away. Are you a speaker? Uh, okay. Is that better? A lot better. What was your first name? I'm sorry. Uh, it's the... Oh, I just lost it. Okay. Oh, where it talks about that the government can't solicit man. Like, where is that in black and white? Oh, you want to know what uh, sexual codes say that? Oh, is that under sexual code? I think it might be. I don't know what it is. I was just wondering where it's at in black and white. I heard Paul say it, and I believe he was talking on, I think when he was in Tennessee. But I just recently was, no, actually that wasn't it. I think it was when, he was on Angela's show. Remember that stuff you sent me? I think it's number four. Try that one. I know I just heard it recently. I, unfortunately, I didn't write it down what episode that was. And the one he talks about uh, with uh, Alabama and that code, the 660, where it's talking about all the parent has to do is wish for their child to be returned. Um, would that be... In another state, would I still have to find it in Texas? We should be in all 50. Yeah, that's because this is from a little land. Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. When I said it out loud. Okay, that's all I got. I'm not to call it night. What? I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to call it night. I appreciate the, the discussion. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, it's kind of late. All right. Well, uh, nice talking with you, and I hope you got somewhat some answers and keep on pushing forward. Yeah, this is definitely helpful. Thanks, everybody. Y'all have a good night. All right. God bless. Okay. That was, um, I hope she got, as I said, some answers. So. Um. Hmm. Um, Jeff, you have any questions or, any, you know, anything you wish to know? You're always asking questions. Uh, if Texas guys are here, then waste of time. What was that? Uh, I was trying to talk to Face One, but he's not here. Hmm. Well, uh, you're talking about Face One, right? Yeah. He's not on the call at this time, I don't believe. So, if it's best one speak for themselves, nah, you ask them directly. I sent him a text, so he's busier in deep thought. He might come on, we'll see. <clears throat> but he's all good. <laughs> we know what we're doing. Okay.
I'm going to send me a link. Tap it into the web browser. It does not go. It's on the phone, so I typed it in on the computer. So I'm going to have to click it on the text message. I hate it when that happens. I wonder if we get Loff and another party to come on and spill some dirty laundry. Dirty laundry? Yeah, have like a discussion on air and what went wrong. What's the battle, you know? That'd be pretty cool. (laughs) I don't wish to know. Like a one-on-one personal court back-and-forth debate. It can be if someone wish to engage in that. The tent has its own chill. I'll say that. <laughs> Moving along. Anyone heard from VTAL lately? Google was blocking me. It was like it was only linked by a start page. That's pretty neat. Mike, have you heard from VTAL? This sounds, sounds sad. I think some of the people who try what we call cross stuff is, uh, and even Carl himself, we're not having luck and they're getting disillusioned. So so instead of admitting something may be awry, they continue in the, uh, I don't know, just a save face or what the, what the terminology would be, they just keep going and going and going. Well, I'll say this, and that's only speak for me. You've got to get rid of your ego. When it comes to truth or being correct, see, my ego goes out the window. I'm not concerned about that. I I want to be correct at all times if I can possibly be, and I strive for that. So, and I forget the ego, <laughs> but that has nothing to do with it. And I will willingly do so if I, you know, if I know I'm wrong, and I'll try to make that right. So. That's just me. I can't speak for anyone else. And uh, that's why I had to, I mean, you know, listen to call. I got some of it, and I'm somewhere in the first beginnings. And, and I was doing some things, but I didn't have the full story. And, and that's because of me. I didn't get it fully. But now I'm a lot better than I was, and it's working a lot better for me. So, and you have to admit it, you know, um, where you went wrong, 
to you and learn from your mistakes and move forward. Like I say, keep it moving. Um, and a lot of times ego gets in the way. And that's that. And a lot I hear about, oh, I'm a sue I'm going to get them back. Oh, my. How, how are you going to get them back if you can't even win something or don't fully know what's going on? But you see it, you say you're ready to sue. Okay. Go for it and see how it worked out for you. You must learn first where you went wrong and admit that and correct it first and learn more and then. So anyways, that's my two cents in that matter. <laughs> All right, moving along. I'll have to keep it moving. Um, let's see. Uh, Eric, 77, you have a comment or you would or you would like to share Derek All right. If we're not going to talk or participate, that's good. Um, that's fine. Yes, well. Um, Sorry about that. I was just busy there for a little bit. That's fine. I mean, you've been participating. So has Mike. You and Jeff. I'm saying oh, others I, have I, not. I tried to. That's nice. But um, okay, I'm gonna keep talking about call. You guys awesome. back on the. How's he doing? What was that? How is he doing? Who? Carl. Call? Yeah. Unless I, I heard, I guess he's doing fine. What's that? I said, Les, I have heard call is doing fine. Yeah? I thought you just yes. said you were going to talk about Carl. I am. Oh, okay. What What do you wish to know? Oh, update us on, uh, on what his plans are. His plans are for what? For Frank. For Frank? How would you know that? 
I mean, I got a letter from Frank recently. I got oh, one, awesome. and I just got another one. So I, all I can say is what I'm willing to share that, yeah, his court day has been changed, and looking forward to, uh, I guess he's looking forward to dealing with that, and my prayers, things work out for him. Um, and that's all I'm willing to share with that. I mean, I mean they they did put Frank's address on. All have the opportunity to write Frank, and you can ask Frank questions directly if you wish. Just write him. Yeah. Yeah. Very easy. Skype and uh, on the Common Law uh, Network. Yeah, it's been typed many times. So, yeah, you can uh, write him and see how he's doing. I think he liked that. Awesome. You know. Praise God. Yeah. I guess he's so well as he could be. <laughs> Is Carl said, planning to do I'm sorry? Is Carl yeah. planning on doing a show soon? Is Carl planning on doing a show? I wouldn't know yeah. that as well, but I hope so. I hope so. He, I, I was a surprise to me when he did do one a couple of weeks back. So who's to say he won't do another? And real soon. So. Are you talking about the one Gus did? Yes. Okay, Carl wasn't on. How you know that? He could have been a guest. Well, he never spoke. Could have as a guest. Well, like I said, I wouldn't know that. But um, like I said, he might do another one and update on. Uh, what's going on? I guess with yourself and uh, with the other case with Frank. That's that family issue, and and they can deal with it. Not me. I mean, as far as me telling this going on, that going on, because I don't have first-hand knowledge of all what's going on. You know, so and I'm not getting into that. That's another man's matter. That's the way I see it. I'll do what I can to help. Other than that, that's about it. Anyways, what do you got going on? Not much, just working. Trying to help who I can. Talking to God every day. Right. Having him uh, guide my every step. That's even better. Yeah. Like I said on um, the other show, I'm like two and a two hours and a little bit away from call. Plus, I'm I do contract work and I've been very busy the last couple of months. So, 
I haven't talked much. I try to do the calls in between times, but I, uh, you know, as I said, um, I've been very busy, so I don't get to talk to a lot of people anyways. And I haven't spoken to Carl um, by phone. I haven't, so that I'm aware of, let's just say. And I would be aware, I think. And so, I don't know. We have to ask Carl. I'll put it that way. And he did put his number up, so you can actually call him yourself. I wish I had more for you, but hey. That's all I have. <laughs> I don't feel no ways tired. <laughs> I'm watching a report. Of, I'm watching a report about Hillary Clinton. Oh, what a witch! Still a woman. What? She's still a woman, but I don't Whatever agree with everything. But hey. What evidence do you have of that? At least that's what I heard, let's just say. She can be one of those reptiles that have been after us. <laughs> It'll be like the V show TV series used to be on a long time ago, V, where she would eat a rat and her skin was green. She'd get mad and cut her and her skin was green like this. Outer layer. Whoa. No, no, I'm not aware of that, so. It's not. Well, I was going to just say this, too. I didn't do, we did not do a lot of TV. Actually, when I was growing up, we didn't even have one. Because um, my parents were concerned about a lot of, I'll just say, you know, things that was was on the TV that was, um, let's just say, um, not be good for us to watch. And if they couldn't monitor what we watched, then they'd just rather not have it at all. So, so I didn't grow up with a TV. When I got to be a woman, then, you know, I watched. And I, even now, I don't watch all that much. So, there you go. So, any uh, other news? How do, you, how do you heal up a cactus, Jeffrey? Uh, I moved it to a place with a little bit more sun and giving it a little bit uh, monitoring the water, that kind of stuff. Now, can you say that's the outside bird when it's the same sound we've been hearing for a year now? I think it's crickets uh, half the time and that kind of stuff. 
I'm supposed to a bird. I don't know. I don't know about birds. Dude, something's up. You got crickets in your house or birds somewhere? Because there's no way you'd have your window open in Florida. Uh, I'm right next to the window. That's why it's so close. And birds get quiet about seven. Are you piping? Are you piping in bird noises like the football NFL was doing years ago, or the golf people? Well, I don't know how. I don't know how animals work. Now, just look around. We're studying cases all day. Now, there was a story years ago where uh, there was a golf golf event, PGA. Um, some guy was hearing a bird that wasn't native to the uh, the place they were at, so he called and complained or whatever. They they were piping in uh, nature sounds, and I think the NFL got caught doing this as well. But they'll pump in crowd noise or uh, cheers, you know, make you think it's uh, really good. Bakery news media. According to the chat board, Lawfan impregnated Aries Triple Six. Congratulations, Lawfan. Hell, let's talk about botany or something, Mike. Let's go. Mike, are you still here? Are you muted out? Okay. Well, I guess he's not. Jeffrey Hunter. I think that's fine. Are you still here, Rodney? Yeah. And Eric? Yes, ma'am. All right, just making a check. 
I thought the show was finished. Just sometimes when it finished, everybody started disappearing. Off the chat, you know, off the board. Yeah. All right. That's good. So, any other questions? Uh, like I said, we can talk about any topic. That don't mean I'm going to answer anything. But. <laughs> As I said, the chat board had his own show. Jeffrey got yeah. flushed out. I called him out. <laughs> they try to call me out a lot of times. Well, he said it's a bird. Then he said his window's open. This time of night? No, oh, now it's a cricket. <laughs> Unless his AC not working. Some kind of bot botanist or whatever those. He's got a cactus. He's got a bird. <laughs> you know, he lives in some kind of greenhouse, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> Well, I'm going to have to get going, guys, because um, i got to go to the, um, not the airport, but he went to the metro, so I'll pick him up. This is mom in the call for him. She dropped it off at here, so. Who are you picking up? Um, One of my friends, her name is Antoinette. I'm picking up her son. Well, actually, I'm, so she went in the car, so she went out of town. So she dropped the car at my place, and now I'm going to go pick him up, and he dropped me home, and he can keep it moving. Awesome. I'm not driving my car, but get that. What was that? I said awesome. Not for me. <laughs> I mean, I try to help where I can, because at one time I needed to ride myself, so. So I had a lot to do today. I'm a bit tired, but oh well, life goes on. Well, that's mighty white of you. Well, what goes around, you know, comes back to you. So I'm trying to do good here. And that's all I could do. So. I mean, I can leave it up and running. You guys can continue to talk to it, um, and I'll try to stay on as well. Um, but I won't have control of the board. <laughs> but that's fine. So, as I said, I'm going to get going, but I'll stay on the call. I'm just going to control the board. Well, I mean, to computer. I can't mute someone out or unmute them. I've been bored for like an hour. <laughs> I got jokes. I've been bored many times, but I try to do something else so I'll not stay bored for so long. So I go do some work, go do something. I'm, you know, always trying to um, clean up or go work in the garden, do something. 
Okay, that bored me to sit around and just watch TV all the time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm going to call it a night myself. Do some reading on the true common law. Yes, I'm doing some study here. Pretty good stuff. Well, all right. Well, as I said, it's been lovely, and I hope to do it again next Saturday, and hopefully we have, the more we do this, perhaps we have something better to talk about, and hopefully have some victories and wins. I'm looking forward to that. And I'm helping out with a couple of cases, so we'll see what happens. But if only they follow, that's all I can say. So, anyways, as I said, um, I hope Carl come on one of these shows one day. That would be nice. And I'm sure if Carl come on my show, a lot will come on. If Carl on the show, oh, forget it. I don't know how they would know, but somehow they will. And that should be exciting. At least for me. I can't speak for anybody else. Okay, Eric, I'm going to call tonight. I'm going to terminate the call. Um, I'll leave the chat running if guys want to chat. That's fine. Okay? And thanks for coming on the show. God bless all. Hope to do this again. Yeah, awesome. Praise God. For all things. And thanks, always. thanks for the call. That was awesome. Yep. God bless. Yes, praise all God. Right. Bye. All right, I'm going to terminate, but I'm not going to, you know, take off the chat. So. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.